0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back. It's Russ Johnson. Anybody that listened to yesterday's podcast, the conclusion of Streams with Silver, heard me tease at the end of the episode that there was going to be a special edition podcast today, which is Sunday, with a big announcement. So here it is the big announcement. I have officially narrated my first audiobook. And it is now available on many online sources, including places like Audible and Amazon, etc. The book is entitled Jaron Hartwood, Quadrant of Balance, Book One. Yes, I said Book One, because the author has the plans to write a four-book series. So this is the beginning of a long process. And the author and I are extremely excited that this is now out and finally available for people to check out. I keep saying the author, but I should just say his name. Uh, The author is D.K. Hansen, um, known to me as Daniel. Uh, He contacted me last year, actually. He was a listener of the podcast, still is. And he asked if I would be interested in narrating his first book as an audiobook, which I'm like, yeah, I would love that idea. What a great, great opportunity. So we worked a lot on it. And spent the past year kind of crafting the audiobook. book. Uh, he listened to a lot of sound samples and, and kind of gave me feedback on what he'd like. And it took a lot. Uh, we finally have it released. And it is now officially for sale online. So this is a big achievement for both of us. Daniel lives in Denmark. So it was a bit of a logistical issue to try and coordinate something live here on the podcast. So I asked Daniel to write down a bit of his bio and a little blurb about the book itself. And then when I'm done reading all that, I'm actually going to play a sample from the audiobook. It's the same sample that you can hear if you go to any of the online sources to find the book. And as I read this, I think you'll recognize a lot of yourselves in the bio, because when I read it, I'm like, God, that that sounds an awful lot like me, too. So um, let's learn about Daniel. Daniel's journey to Alonia and the Quadrant of Balance was long, with many twists and turns. It began at age 10, when he was introduced to pen and paper role-playing. Soon after, he created his first simplistic adventures, using his younger brother as a guinea pig. It escalated as he co-founded his hometown's AD&D and Magic the Gathering Club. It quickly grew to more than 12 new friends meeting up on Sundays to face hordes of monsters, shoulder by shoulder. The stories and deeds of Aragorn, Raceland, and Driz came next. They inspired and thrilled, but the biggest phenomenon arrived between 1998 to 2002 with the release of video games Baldur's Gate and Neverwinter Nights. The tales, settings, and soundtracks of these games are the biggest contributing factor to Daniel's fascination with the fantasy genre. It was in these games Daniel found his love for rogues, the ability to hide in the shadows, and end a fight before it even began thrilled him. But even a rogue needs help. And once again, his ever-loyal brother stepped up as a cleric. Together, they led the villains and monsters of the Forgotten Realms universe to their demise. Even now, 20 years later, Daniel still listens to the soundtracks of the games, reminiscing about those adventures. Over the years, Daniel's goal changed from living his own adventures to giving others the same magic and complete immersion AD&D, fantasy books, and video games gave him. His two boys, age 8 and 4, are already victims of this enthusiasm, playing fantasy board games and listening to magical bedtime stories. But in the summer of 2019, Daniel wanted to share his stories with a broader audience as he began working on the world of Elonia. With fiery powers of destruction, sinister shadow illusions, restoring energy of light, and the wonders of creation, Daniel shapes the epic tale of a young assassin, his companions, and the Quadrant of Balance. And now a few words from Daniel himself. Creating Jaron Hartwood and the story of the Quadrant of Balance has been one of my most exciting adventures so far. Jaren works hard to hone and perfect his fighting techniques to get revenge, but like many of us, his anger makes him blind to the bigger picture. Young and naive, Jaren has a lot to learn, and I can't wait for you to join him in this journey of discovering who he is and where he belongs. Okay, so without waiting any longer, let me play a sample of the audiobook and see what you guys think. Was this really how his life was going to be? Him fighting over every crumb and for five minutes indoors to get warm? It didn't feel right. There was still so much more he wanted out of life. He sat like that for hours until he couldn't feel his feet. It would be easy just to stay here and end the pain as Soren had done. No more beatings, no more stealing and no more fear of being unable to find food or being attacked in his sleep. He was shaking now, wet from the mud and chilled to the bone. There was nowhere to go, and he just wanted to sit here, watch the stars, and dream of a better world. Jaren fell into a form of trance. Everything seemed unreal, like it was all just a dream, a dream that he would soon wake up from and run to his mother for hugs and stories dawn came, and Jaron could no longer feel his legs. He felt the first rays of the morning sun as they warmed his forehead, blinding him as they slowly moved down his face. Across the fields of tall grass covered by the morning fog, he saw a flock of grey geese gathering before taking off south for the winter. Looking at the birds in the grass, the fog and the sun rising, he suddenly thought of his mother. The view was beautiful as she had been. Images flashed through his mind. Images of the joy and happiness they'd shared, and her mesmerizing stories. He remembered the day on the river. However, the next image showed Celine in agony, tortured by the sinister magic of the flares. Jaren felt something inside, other than just the sun's warmth. He felt it flowing through his veins. It was a feeling of injustice and loss, filling him with anger not only toward the flares who'd murdered his mother, but also toward the people who'd beaten him up and those on the streets who'd stolen from him. Anger towards himself for feeling so much self-pity that he would rather end his own life than take up the fight. Jaren's eyes came alive again. He saw everything clearly and made a decision at that very moment. He would rather die fighting than starve or freeze to death." Jaren spent the next hours getting life back into his limbs, working his legs, feet, and fingers so he could get back up. He had one option now, an option that would secure his revenge and ensure that he would never be fighting for scraps again, one that would give him the respect and belonging he sought. With a very particular target in mind, he limped back into the city with no idea what would happen, but he had to try. During his time on the streets, he'd learned a lot about the factions, information that was useful to him now. One faction, in particular, would be of great help to him and his aim to avenge his mother's death. Jaren slammed his hand against the old door three times before taking a step back into the small, dark alley. The door cracked open, and a male voice from inside said, What do you want, boy? Do you know what this place is? Jaron tried to make out the face of the man, but couldn't. "'I know exactly what this place is. "'I want to join the Shadow Academy. "'I'm a hard worker, and I'll do whatever it takes,' he said, straightening his back. "'Somebody opened the door, and out came two hooded men. "'They looked Jaron up and down and started laughing. "'You're not worth much. "'There's no muscle on you. "'You look broken. "'And we only take the best,' one said, laughing. Both men went back in and started to close the door, but Jaren squeezed his shoulder in between the door and the frame despite the pain. The man said, "'Get out, or you will not leave at all. Tell Lester that I'm the boy who escaped when he killed two flares right here in the alley,' Jaren said stubbornly. The two men looked at each other. "'How do you know that name?' Jaren met their stare. "'Go tell him! I'm not moving!' The men laughed, and one pulled out his knife and held it to Jaron's throat. You're right. You're not going anywhere. Hopefully this has piqued your interest to learn more about Jaron and Ilonia and the Quadrant of Balance. Book one is out there right now. Daniel is diligently working on book two, and he hopes to have that done later this year with another audiobook to follow thanks again, everybody. I appreciate your time and listening and your support. And later this week, we start the Halfling's Gem. Safe travels.